Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, What Sin? Let's pray. Father, we come today hungry and ready for your precious word. Speak to us, Father, through your word. and We choose to obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, What Sin? My friends, there are two sides of the coin of sin. It is easy to get out of balance sometimes when discussing sin. On the one hand, God hates sin, as it is the opposite of holy, and God is holy. In fact, the angels of God at His throne cry, Holy, 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 all the time. So it is true that God hates sin, and we are called to live a holy life. But God is full of mercy also. So those that are true Christians and trying to live for God should not be constantly beating ourselves up about every little mistake we make. We just need to repent and fall on the mercy of God and move forward. On the other hand, the other side of the balance are the so-called Christians who abuse God's mercy and they think they can live a dirty life full of sin. And in fact, many of them change God's definition of sin and say that so-and-so is no longer sin. Society has changed, and we have to change, and all sorts of lies from the devil. It reminds me of a talk with someone a while back from a foreign country, and they said to me, marriage is not really a big deal in so-and-so country. And sadly, it is becoming less of a big deal to many in the U.S. But guess what? It is a big deal to God. And he has much to say about sex outside of a godly marriage between a man and a woman. So on the one side of the coin is God hates sin. But the other side of the sin coin is that Jesus has defeated sin, death, hell, and the grave. If we are truly a Christian, then our sins have been cast as far as the east is from the west. So if we've repented as a Christian, God has cast our sins a long, long, long way. He doesn't even remember them. So why do we keep remembering them and thinking about them and saying, wow, I really messed up so-and-so, and I feel so bad, and I don't know what to do? What we need to do is trust God and believe that He has forgiven us, and He has, and that He doesn't even remember our sins after we repent. And if He doesn't remember them, why should we? God is an encourager, not a discourager. He tells us to focus on positive and pure and lovely things, not negative things like our past sins. We have the joy of the Lord. It is our strength. We can't walk in that joy if we are thinking about our past sins. Now, flipping the coin again, knowing that God is so merciful doesn't give us a license to continue on in sin. We have to fight the good fight of faith. And part of that is knowing that Jesus has paid the price for our sin and we can walk free of sin because we are a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away, and all things have become new. We can overcome the desires of the flesh and walk in the Spirit more and more every day 
if we follow the instruction manual, our Bible, and do what it says. For example, attending church. We're going to have a hard time overcoming sin if we are disobedient to God's command to attend church. Additionally, we are going to have a hard time walking free from sin if we don't meditate on the Word of God, the lamp to our feet and the light to our path. But assuming that we are trying to follow God, attending church, and reading the Word of God, we have to forget our past sins, just like God has done. Let's start today in Psalm 103, verses 11 and 12 in the easy-to-read Bible. 11, His love for His followers is as high above us as heaven is above the earth. 12, And He has taken our sins as far away from us as the east is from the west. Folks, God's love for us, His followers, is beyond human comprehension. And therefore, He has cast our sins as far as the east is from the west. And guess what? The east and west never end. So that distance is infinity. Our sins are gone. Psalm 103 in the Amplified Classic Bible, a Psalm of David, verse 1, Bless, affectionately, gratefully praise the Lord, O my soul, and all that is deepest within me, bless his holy name. To bless, affectionately, gratefully praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not one of all his benefits. Three, who forgives every one of all your iniquities, who heals each one of all your diseases. My friends, did you get that? He forgives every one of our sins and heals all of our diseases. For who redeems your life from the pit and corruption, he beautifies, dignifies, and crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. Five, who satisfies your mouth, your necessity and desire at your personal age and situation with good so that your youth renewed is like the eagle, strong, overcoming, soaring. Six, the Lord executes righteousness and justice, not for me only, but for all who are oppressed. Seven, he has made known his ways of righteousness and justice to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. Eight, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy and loving kindness. Folks, God is not mad at us when we sin. He loves us, and he wants us to come to him for mercy. Nine, he will not always chide or be contending. Neither will he keep his anger forever or hold a grudge. Ten, he has not dealt with us after our sins nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Eleven, for as the heavens are high above the earth, so great are his mercy and loving kindness towards those who reverently and worshipfully fear him. My friends, notice his mercies are toward those who reverence him, not those who spit in his face. But if those people repent, they can walk in his mercy too. Twelve, as far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. Folks, there it is again. He has cast our sins as far as the east is from the west. Thirteen, as a father loves and pities his children, so the Lord loves and pities those who fear him with reverence, worship, and awe. 14. For he knows our frame. 
He earnestly remembers and imprints on his heart that we are dust. 15. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. 16. For the wind passes over it and is gone, and its place shall know it no more. 17. But the mercy and loving kindness of the Lord are from everlasting to everlasting upon those who reverently and worshipfully fear him, and his righteousness is to the children's children. Verse 18. To such as keep his covenant, hearing, receiving, loving, and obeying it, and to those who earnestly remember his commandments to do them, imprinting them on their hearts. My friends, notice again that if we keep his covenant, the word of God will walk in his mercy and loving kindness. Psalm 103 in the Message Bible says, God is sheer mercy and grace, not easily angered. He is rich in love. He doesn't endlessly nag and scold, nor hold grudges forever. He doesn't treat us as our sins deserve, nor pay us back in full for our wrongs. As high as heaven is over the earth, so strong is his love to those who fear him. And as far as sunrise is from sunset, he has separated us from our sins. Folks, wow, think about that. God is sheer in mercy and grace, and he is rich in love. He doesn't treat us as our sins deserve. If we are a Christian, Jesus paid the price for all of our sins and showed us how to walk holy as a bright light for others to follow. Let's pray. Father, we are so thankful you're a good God, a merciful God, that you've cast our sins as far as the east is from the west. We choose to continue to walk in your ways, Father. Thank you for your mercy and love. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.